I'm gonna kill you with my mouth. Just a few more minutes. <laughs> Tyler. Yeah. What's going on? Well, I said hey. <clears throat> I have made a very quick cup of, like, just, what what would it be considered? It's just a cup of coffee. I mean, I have a cup of coffee. I'm too tired to explain this. You know how you at the store they have coffee that's cold in a big jug and you can purchase it. Mm-hmm. I've done that and I'm having some. Ah. Uh, so, I. Well, I guess I'm not drinking anything. I thought I was going to be drinking the little bit of drink I left in my Sonic cup last night before I went to bed, but it no. appears to be empty. So. You. <clears throat> The, the number, and I know that you're you're confident that it's always okay and all that, but the number of things that you're comfortable with leaving out mm-hmm. and then eating, like the next day or two days after or something like that, it just it it astounds me. Mm-hmm. Well, and what are the odds that literal Sprite would go bad overnight? Probably no chance at all. Mm-hmm. But I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I can. Well, good for you. I, I didn't, because I no longer had the ability, it seems, because it's, uh, it's not empty. But it's just not there. What are we talking about today? We're not talking about anything at the moment, so we must mean that we have an actual topic that we should probably go towards, which could probably be the next book of the Stormlight Archive. Ah, yes. Words of Radiance. They were very radiant words. Mm-hmm. No, there wasn't really a lot of radiant words in this one, not in particular. Yeah. I'm sure I don't know what you mean. <clears throat> oh. Uh. <clears throat> oh, so okay. by, by the way, the, the, the second bad thing that I kept mentioning, that, I, that you had no idea what it was, you discovered it. Oh, yeah, so yeah. the Yasna. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yasna, whatever. <clears throat> Yeah. But yeah, anyways, yeah. I, I I think, so, yeah, was, we finished book one uh, last time, uh, and this is the start of a, a whole new book. Um, uh, it is called The Words of Radiance. I don't remember the name of the mm-hmm. part, or the name of the... I didn't name the parts. I am so tired. I'm going to stop talking, and then I'll just pretend to agree <clears> with you. Yeah. But they, um, I don't even know what I'm talking about either. What am I talking about? I'm, uh, um. Well, you could start by telling me where all the cookies have gone. No, uh, in Hershey's Cookies and Cream. Okay. I knew that <sighs> one. Um, uh, but <laughs> I am, uh, <clears throat> uh. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know anything. 
Let me freaking think. Help. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, no, I don't. Hold on. I'm so Tell tired. You, I am so tired. You what, I'm right there with you. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> here's the reason why you're so off your kilter. Sean, if we're talking about a book together on a Saturday morning, we're both thinking about what we should be drinking. Why would we be doing that? Uh, it's likely because we're the stupid whiskey brothers. This is incredibly accurate. <laughs> More so than normal on this particular day. And today I think we're just as stupid brothers because I'm just going to be having coffee and you don't sound like you're having whiskey either. Uh, I, I don't have any at the moment. But, um... What am I talking about? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, the book. Um, yeah, so, yeah, we started uh, part one. Um, or, no, we did part... We finished part one. We started the book, finished part one. Uh, so, Tyler, uh, I believe it's yes. your turn for a comically short synopsis. Okay. Comically short synopsis. Mm-hmm. Wow, I usually have one prepared. I'm pretty sure I can still do this. So everything is so much better for all the people that used to have everything be happening really, really bad for them because someone who technically Kaladin hates is now someone that Kaladin loves and is throwing himself in front of everything else for because he's the only person in the entire world that matters and now someone very important to Shalon is dead and technically someone very important to us. She's also dead and then when we find out that she's dead, we find out that we're a lot better than we thought we were and then we come back to find out that everything's a lot worse than Kaladin thought it was because someone else is there that he didn't want to be there and then for all the other people, everything else is really not that bad but it seems like it's getting even worse because all the guys who are really dark are trying to kill them. All right. That's pretty good. That'll work. <clears throat> um, uh, the ending was the best part. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, starting at the at the beginning. Um. Uh, A very good place yeah, to start. I just read this this week, and I have like I didn't even start till the beginning of the week, and I've already forgotten the order in which the stuff happens. Like, you know, let's just start ridiculous. out with let's see the beginning. Um, I think the beginning, there's like an epilogue sort of moment at the beginning, obviously, that doesn't necessarily jump right into our main characters. Um, and we don't necessarily have to talk about any of those. I'm pretty sure we actually start off with things between, with uh, some Dalinar things. Um, Dalinar mm-hmm. and, and Kaladin things is what we're starting with. So we can just dive into how that's all starting. We get the moments where Kaladin... Um, where we see at the end of the first book, Kaladin is going to be guard, uh, like a very exalted um, guard for um, Dalinar. Kaladin mm-hmm. is. Yep. And um, we get to see kind of how he's going to be doing it. Uh, he actually talks to his men, and they go into some details about how they want to do it. Kaladin's kind of forming his his unit, he is making certain people in command, some in, you know, some in, uh, some have control over a bunch of the other old bridgemen that's training them. Um, Kaladin is learning how to use his powers in this first little section, too, because they're doing all those tests. Mm-hmm. And then we very quickly jump to Dalinar in a much more refined and relaxed version of his, uh, of his visions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, well, it's more refined and relaxed version of them, uh, leading into the uh, somehow the single most hectic vision. <laughs> oh yeah, <clears throat> which is a pretty cool one, by the way. It's actually, a re- I was like, I would love to see, uh, love to see like someone make a scene, like a movie out of 
-hmm. this entire stuff just so I can see some of this stuff. But um, I wanted to point out something that I find very interesting. Mm -hmm. Was it the fact that Tekalili from Moana popped out of the water and tried to kill him? Tekalili, Tekalili, yes. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> You've combined two things together. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so a lot of people, when they write books, mm -hmm. they tend to have endings to the books, whether it's yes. the end of, uh, yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. And even if it's not the final book in a series, at the end of any particular book, they do this thing where they make everything have a nice, tidy, tight ending, right? Uh -huh. and, and a lot of times there's a few things that feel forced. So you'll have a few things that you're like, oh, that's kind of dumb, the way you just kind of push that into place last second. But as long as we got there, you know, it's okay. Mm -hmm. um, Sanderson, one of the things that I appreciated about him is at the end of the book, the first book, everything got exactly where it needed to be at a very nice pace, and that was cool. Mm -hmm. And then he starts off this book by throwing so many things conveniently into place that it was so stupid. Um, it, it, it was very strange. Like, it didn't ruin the book or anything by any stretch of the imagination, but I found it very weird. So essentially, it's like, okay, well, we had a lot of things that were causing us stress and anxiety, you know, as, as stress and anxiety for the characters at the end of the first book. And they were like lower level worries um, for us to read through, but they were still there. So for instance, Shalon is like, man, I'm really excited that I'm going to be on this journey with Yesna and we're going to go save the world. And we're learning together how to use our powers. And this is all very great, man. I wish uh, there's this big, long conflict that's been happening. A big problem with my family. That's been building up through the entirety of the first book. And now we're here, and Yesna goes, oh, no, no, it's, uh, it's fine. Mm -hmm. And she goes, what do you mean? He goes, oh, well, uh, you're engaged uh, to uh, this other guy, and then it's going to fix all your problems. Like, what? But there was a soul cast. Yeah, I, uh, uh, no, I fixed it. No, 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 she, she's taken <clears throat> to her mother so she can fix it. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. No, like, the, it's, uh, it's, like this, it's like a tidy answer. Well, Everything's fixed. Yeah, well, the, well, the uh, see, I, I didn't read it as, as everything was fixed. It was a, you came to me to steal the soul caster. Well, I can, you know, I can just help you fix that one. And that helps one problem. So that doesn't help your money problems. And if I, uh, if, if I, though, if, if I engage you off to, to this person, though, because he's even said it's not going to fix the problem. It's just going to hold off everyone until, you know, something can be figured out. And so, like, and so, like that. That was that. That that was. I I I didn't even view it as a. Here's a quick fix to the problem. It's a. Here, look. I said, you know, you're here and you can't help. As so, really, so here's a way you can help from here. But it doesn't. It doesn't fix the problem. No, no, you're 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 missing what I'm saying just a little bit here. That was like saying there's these huge problems in the first book, and we've we fixed a couple of them right there. And then mm -hmm. we jump over mm -hmm. back to Dalinar. Mm -hmm. One of the big things that we have building through the entire, not the entirety of the first book, but we have all this, um, we'll just call it sexual tension between him and his, um, mm -hmm. what, what would be previous sister-in-law. Yeah. We kind of open up with them being really, really chill together. Cause you have like Dalinar being this, like the ultimate gentleman mm -hmm. when he's around her. Like, uh, you should not be in here. I do not have a guard male present and to make everything here proper and prim. And now it's just like, we're hanging out together, doing whatever we want, and now we just randomly put our hands on each other. It's very strange. But that and ended, have... that, that ended uh, with the first book, though. 
Um, uh, after Sadius' betrayal, he is, even in the first book, he was like that. You didn't see a whole lot of it because there wasn't much opportunity, but it was, it was heavily implied that he was done with that and getting that done and taken care of after, immediately after Sadius' betrayal. This is true. There's so, like an implication there, but there's yeah. just so many mm-hmm. little things like that that we were experiencing through the entirety of the first book or thinking about through the entirety or nearly the entirety of the first book. In the second book, they're like, yeah, we've made like one... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and also, so the, 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 the bit with Shalon, um, uh, I, I, I have to say this, like it's, I don't think that was forced or, or, um, uh, or just hand waving anything at all. Uh, again, like I said, I, I I have the the unfortunate experience of having uh, read slightly ahead previously. So all I'm gonna say is is that the that that is obviously just you know Yasna being the I'm trying to be a I'm I'm trying to be a help you know do this you know you came with this problem and I'm trying to help with that problem. Uh, all I'm gonna say is is it doesn't fix the problem. And so that that is like so you you find out in a later time that no that you know that that's great and all but it doesn't fix the problem, and so I I the kind of the point of this then is then is for Shalon to have this hey look you know it seems like my problem is fixed and that's you know that that that's fantastic you know okay this is a great thing to help and yeah it does help but it does it doesn't fix it and that's and and that's the that, that that's the point of it it's kind of like a to make it to, to make it seem like to the to make it seem to the characters as the reader that you're saying hey look the char- the, the, the the characters are happy and their problems have been hand waved away but they haven't been and that that's that's the whole point of it okay well at the point i'm at none of that has happened so it seems yeah. all very strange yeah yeah uh, th- th- yeah yeah it seems off <laughs> Um, uh, but it, and uh, I don't even reading it. I didn't think it seemed off. Everything seemed to have fallen in place in the in the natural order in which it would. To me, like no, I, I mean, not not in the same kind of, um, not in the same kind of way that like you would say um, a, a story. Not in the same kind of way that a story would necessarily normally go. But like it's it's the same kind of thing that like the um uh, uh like like the the storytelling in Dark Souls that is absolutely not the way that storytelling normally goes with things. The whole point of it is if you were this person and you went here, you know, you're not just going to come across you know as, as a person who's even a person on a mission going to do a certain thing. You're not just going to be you know you know have somebody sit down with you and tell you the whole backstory of everything and how everything comes together and and what's going on with that and 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 everything it's if you're you know if if you're on your mission and you're learning more about it you're going to randomly talk to certain people and they're going to give you know they're not going to tell you you know the the world's knowledge at that time like a, a in a, a role playing game normally would they're going to like you're going to talk to this guy and say oh yeah I know a little bit about that and then you say, "Oh, I see that guy later. Hey, you know, how's it going? You know, I was, oh yeah, I've been doing this." And then later, you know, it was like it, you you come across each bit of information how an actual person in that position would. And I think that everything 
is if these events were happening, this is a logical way for them to fall in place. Mm. <clears throat> like, yes, it, it's, not, it's not typical storytelling, but it seems real. Mm. Well, I'm obviously slightly off of that opinion, mm -hmm. but oh well. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Either way. But I'm sure I'll probably agree with you more once I actually read further ahead. Oh, I, I, I was I, I, I was just talking about just those sections isolated, not without any further aheadness. <laughs> I know, but I've already mm -hmm. stated that I don't I didn't necessarily view it that way, but it doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> but. Um... Oh, yeah. OK, so uh, since since we are um, uh, since we were talking more about Yasna and Shalon than we were about the others. There's something I think is hilarious. Uh, the, the bit from Navani's journal um, uh, at the beginning of the chapter where Yasna is assassinated. Um, uh, as it as happens to people. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so the, 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 the Navani journal snippet. Um, uh, there's so many ways that could go because reading it, at first it's the foreshadowing of what's about to happen in that chapter. Obviously, it's saying this loss was so much worse than Gavilar's. And then Yasna dies. Mm -hmm. Now, <clears throat> when you're first reading that, um, uh, your immediate assumption is that it's talking about Dalinar dying at some point. Right. Because it would hurt worse for Dalinar to die than for Gavilar. Also, doesn't it seem a lot less, you know, it seems a lot less likely. Um, mm -hmm. Or it seems more like, let me just say, it seems more likely that someone like Dalinar is in more immediate danger of dying, mm -hmm. so we automatically assume him. <clears throat> yeah. And so it kind of throws you just a little bit when immediately after that, Yasna dies. Yes. But I'm curious, though, is that, was that put in place as a, you know, as a, a thing? So here's what's going on in this chapter. Someone's dying. Um, uh, and yes, it is definitely there for that reason. But I wonder if, I, I could see this happening uh, now us knowing, oh, that's what she means. Yasna died, and that's the, the worst loss that she could have had. But we don't really, so we know the dates of the journal entries, but we don't know the dates of the events. Correct. And so, well, and, and we know it's long after because, you know, uh, spoiler alert, uh, Navani doesn't uh, find out that Yasna's dead until Shalon makes it to the Shattered Plains and tells her. You know, I, I don't think that's a spoiler alert because how on earth would she know otherwise? How would she have figured it out, yeah. right? And so we know it's at least that long before that journal entry is written. But what if it was long after? And what if, and I, so this isn't anything from having accidentally read ahead. This and my next thing I'm going to say, these are just both completely guesses and speculations. What if she wrote it long after and what if it actually was talking about Dalinar? And so it's double throwing you for loops. Like, oh, so who's she talking about? Oh, it's Yasna. But it's not. Mm. <laughs> I mean, very well could be. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's something I hadn't really considered because I was mm -hmm. just kind of like hearing that then someone died. I'm like, ah, that's why they said that mm -hmm. dead person. Yeah. And it was her daughter. And obviously, you know, um, uh, you'd be messed up. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, you know a, a spouse is, a, is one of the only things that. You know, is is you know, there are certain things that are the you know people aren't supposed to be equipped to deal with, and one of them is a spouse dying, the other is a child dying. But when it's a spouse that you don't really care about, 
<laughs> then it wouldn't be as bad. Um, uh, uh, hence Navani and Gavilar. But, um, uh, uh, yeah, and so therefore the loss of a child would be far more devastating, but, you know, uh, so then that would be it. But also she would care more about Dalinar dying than Gavilar also. So either way it would be, maybe that would be the case. Yeah, but anyways, and again, this is just a guess, not knowing from anything reading forward. Uh, there has been, in the tiny bit that I read ahead that one time, there's been nothing to even imply this. This is just me making a guess. Uh, just some, something about the way everything has been going. Um, uh, I think Yasna's faking it. So, I was about to say, I, mm -hmm. I, I do not think she's dead. I haven't thought she was dead since, <clears throat> like, two pages after they're trying that it seems like she's dead. I don't believe so either. Mm -hmm. um, it was such a hard cutoff. We had zero amount of, let's say, um, we'll, we'll say closure. Uh, mm -hmm. when, you, when, you, when you kill a character <clears throat> off in a book, mm -hmm. it's never just snap your fingers and they're gone. That doesn't happen. Unless you're reading Game of Thrones, that doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so it, it's a very, very strange way for a character to be dead. Mm-hmm. And a very, very strange amount of time to do it in. Yeah, I, I don't think so either. Um, I don't think she's dead. I was about to say that here in just a minute, actually, um, that I did not think that she was dead. I don't know, obviously, when we would find something out like this out, but I, I do not believe so. Mm -hmm. uh, the, I, I, read a, uh, I read a good book that was like that. Um, uh, I had to say I read a book that was like that, but then you just mentioned a book that was like that, The Game of Thrones. So I'm changing it to I read a good book that was like that. Um, uh, <clears throat> and uh, it was... Uh, I like it. I can't think of the, the, the name, because I read it so long ago, I can't think of the name of it. But it was my first ever uh, Dragonlance universe uh, books that I read. Um, mm, uh, yes. And it was about a guy named Talandruth, I believe was his name. Um, uh, and they called him Tol, T-O-L, instead. And, is he the um, one that was banging a goblin? Say what? Is he the one that was banging the goblin? No. Um, uh, okay. Uh, and, oh, it was the funniest thing, because, like, I had read some fantasy books before, but I'd never read anything quite like this, and to me, it was, it was comical how this happened. It was good, but, like, the, just, it was, uh, I was, it was, the concept was comical compared to all the other fantasy books I'd read up to that point. Um, uh, they had established a series of main characters. I mean, there was the main character, which was Talandreth, and then there was, you know, the the girl he liked, and there was his good friend, the Emperor, and there was the general that was immediately under him, and he was, you know, good friends with, and there was various family members of his and whatever. It was a trilogy. By the end of the first book, all of the main characters except for um, uh, Talandreth and the girl he liked were all dead by the end of the first book. And the girl he liked was in a forced marriage with the, the emperor's evil younger brother. <laughs> You're like, okay, sure. It's like, because I remember finishing that, I said, that was just the first book. Like, there's there's nobody left. What's gonna happen in the second book? What's going on now? <laughs> I I that always annoys me mm -hmm. to death. 
because they're like draw this is not what you this is not what you said all this to talk about mm -hmm. but this the reason why some of the Dragonlance books are kind of uh, why they're very hit or miss for me mm -hmm. sometimes the authors are just like that they'll just be like what's a way that people normally write books let's do the opposite of that mm -hmm. these wound up being good though and like the other two books wound up being basically like a, a David and Saul kind of thing uh, with Talandrith and the and the and the new emperor, it it, it, wound, it wound up working out pretty good. Like the the first book was just there to get the kind of to to get the you know put Toll in a good position and then rip it out from underneath him and and make the uh, the evil younger brother the emperor. And then the next two books were like, like I mean he he want, you know he goes you know, I, I don't need to talk about that we're not talking about that book now but it's it, it was it was actually pretty good. Well, that is good. I'm glad. Oh, so but the book that we're talking about is also good. Yeah, but n but now I have to say this real fast since we're already off topic. Um, uh, typically, uh, you know, everybody has a different writing style, and for the uh, for the most part, at least uh, not for the most part, for the most part of what I have personally read there, for the most part of what I have personally read, um, uh, authors who happen to be women don't write in a style that I prefer with two notable exceptions and they both write Dragonlance books that's Margaret Weiss and Tracy Hickman those are both very good authors I think but, I yeah. remember Tracy Hickman yeah. mm -hmm. they usually write together <laughs> but anyways. I don't remember, you, but I don't remember mm -hmm. that but we both digress mm -hmm. yeah but anyways um, uh, yeah so Shalon Shalon Yasin is faking it yes mm -hmm. And that's where we're at. Yeah. What? And a baby. And a baby. The baby's not faking. Patrick, who cares that Mama took that away? It was empty. We couldn't drink it anyway. Hmm. But yeah. Um. Oh, the next bit is uh, Kaladin. Um. Uh, Kaladin bursts into the room and he starts singing that um uh, that Mark Harris song. And I can see the writing on the wall. Oh yeah, and because yeah. there's writing on the walls. Uh -huh. And which um, is a very interesting, uh, odd sort of thing. <clears throat> yeah, and then it's it's, it's like um <laughs> um uh, and, and and so he he burst in and um. Uh, uh, and Dalinar says, "Don't worry about it, Kaladin. You know, you're it's it, it's fine." He says, "No, I I failed. I don't know how. I don't know how I could have possibly let someone in." He says, "No, it's okay. You're fine. Don't worry about it." He said, "No, it's a, well, I'll I'll have to catch the killer." And Dalinar said, "We will never catch the killer." And I'm um, uh, pretty much. And and they're like, "Oh, so okay. Well, I still can't believe. I still can't, don't know how how it got in." And they said, "Oh, he's fine. Don't worry about it. He's 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 okay." We're, everything's good in here, and we're all right. And he goes, oh, okay. And then Calvin leaves, and Dalinar says, you know, I think I might have wrote that myself. <laughs> I believe I did that. Mm -hmm. Dad. What? Hmm. <clears throat> well, anyways, but yeah. And then he's, he's going through. <clears throat> and then I'm, uh, uh, and then there's you know, you know a bunch of foreshadowing of hey that guy is coming oh the guy is coming oh good the guy is coming 
Did you say the guy is coming? The guy is coming. There will be a guy coming who's soon. Who's the guy? And they showed up, and um, uh, uh, Dalinar says, Guy, you made it. And they're like, what is it? And this, and and you know they the, they build up a bunch of false suspense like we're pretending we don't know who it is. <laughs> yeah, what was with that? Yeah. Like you had to read. It was like an entire almost two whole pages. Uh-huh. Just like Kaladin was sick. Kaladin thought bad things. Kaladin, Kaladin, Kaladin. And like we like if this, there's only one person this could be. Uh, speaking of which, by the way, that that's um uh, uh that that's. Uh, that, that's actually how Kaladin's mind goes. It's just Kaladin, 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 over and over again. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, but yeah, turns out it was, um, uh, I mean, if I was Kaladin, I'd be upset too if Amaranth showed up. Amaranth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's someone else. <laughs> Amaranth's a better person. This is true. So that signals the what you are talking about. Technically speaking, is the end of, of part one. That's yeah. kind of the last little bit. You have the two um, little epilogues. They're not epilogues. There's, what are they there's three. Them? Three interludes. Three, three. I just remember two. Yeah. Uh, I only remember one. I just remember that there are three. Risen is the only one that I can remember. That must be the one that I don't remember. Which one is the Risen one? Risen, uh, R- Risen is a girl who uh, raises a pot of grass. Uh, she she was in book one, and she was forced to raise that pot of grass, and she still oh, has yeah, it yeah. in book two. And um, uh, then she goes to a huge great shell, so big that it's an island that people live on. And then uh, they said, okay, now you need to be bold in order to um uh, to to get make these guys trade with you. And uh, and she says, okay, I'll be bold. And they showed up and she said, I'm bold. And they said, not bold enough, go away. And she said, hmm, how can I be bolder? I know, I will ask the island to trade with me. And she climbed down a rope to the island's face and said, island, uh, please? And then the island goes, harm, and bit the, bit the rope that she was on. And then she it snapped and she fell, but she felt really uh, she the island felt really bad about almost killing her, and so it uh, softened the water with Sprin to save her from dying, and then uh, it gave her a bug. Yeah. Here you are, have the bug. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, I guess that's a fair trade. Like, hey, I'm I'm so sorry I almost killed you. Have a bug. It's like watching a sunny in Philadelphia, always sunny in Philadelphia episode. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, By the yeah. way, if you wonder why I've been slightly quieter mm-hmm. and trying to make slightly less noise, it's because I uh, had to make an emergency uh, pit stop to the place where I'm at now. Ah, uh, the pit. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else at all in this episode that was really worth talking about because Dalinar's vision i mean it was technically kind of, it was cool to read but mm-hmm. it didn't really shed any light on anything i didn't feel yeah no I mean, yeah well it, it kind of did i think because it, it it showed that there were starting at that point that's when you're starting to see evil spren um uh and then when you get into the 
the interlude about uh, Ashenai. Is that her name? I'm going to not remember names as well as you, so just yeah. make something up and I'll believe you. Okay, I'll say it's Ashenai. Um, uh, uh, when you get to the interlude with, with Ashenai, and she makes the statement, and it's relating to the, to, to the, 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 the concept that they mentioned before about the, um, uh, or that was mentioned before about the, uh, the Parshendi being the Voidbringers, and then the, and of course the Knights Radiant being bonded to Spren, and she makes, she makes a reference to the Spren betraying them. Which means that somehow the Spren and they have a and the Parshendi have a direct con, a direct connection with the old gods, it seems, and I'm sure that the Spren are related to that somehow. And so what they're saying is, and so they said, okay, so if the Knights Radiant are back, then the Spren have betrayed us again. And so this whole thing, like, implies that they're like Spren on one side and Spren on the other side. And of course, there's Odium, uh, who is like. It's not really come up yet. He either is an evil sprint or he's a god that rules the evil sprint. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and I guess that could make sense, I guess. Because you have Odium, who's a god that rules the evil sprint. And then you have the the other, you know, the, the, then you have the other gods who rule over various other sprint. So, like, the red sprint, like lightning, the storm, I guess that's probably the storm sprint that they found uh, that they... Uh, th that Ash and I is going to use to oh, at the next high storm to try out storm shape mm -hmm, um, yeah. uh, or storm form. That's what it is. Um, uh, I'm assuming that the red sprint like lightning that uh, Sil saw earlier, that those are probably the storm sprint. And we know they're associated with Odium, who we know is a bad guy. But then honor sprint and we know wind sprint are. And then since uh, Syl mentioned that Honor Sprint and Wind Sprint are cousins, probably the Honor Sprint, too, are associated with um, uh, uh, the Stormfather, who is either a Sprint or, and everyone thinks he's a Sprint, but he could... Or a Stodin. Yeah, would be like a, a god that rules over certain Sprint. Um, uh, and so it seems like you see that. Like, there, there are... We, we already see that there are major Sprint slash gods that are in charge of other Spren, le the other lesser Spren. And so I think that's how this is going to wind up being. It's certain Spren are going to take sides, and then, so the, so what, so these Desolation Wars, these are as much about, um, uh, the, the, these are as much about the, um, uh, 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 yeah, the, the, these these are as much about war between Spren as they are war between people and, you know, Parshendi or whatever. And then Yasna mentioned um, uh, the fact that there were several desolations and the knights coming and then going several times, which means that this, like, knights... Um, uh, so, so like, and, and, and so th this, this whole thing would happen. So, like, these people were, and then the Spren leave. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, so, so these people come, and then the Spren leave, and then there are, you know, there are a few people who know the secrets of the Knights Radiant, but there are, you know, extremely few, if any, Radiants at this time. And mm -hmm. then, uh, the Spren come back, and you have these people to teach them, but that is what I think, that, 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 that is what's interesting about the, I, that's why I think the betrayal of the Heralds, whatever they did, it, when it stopped the, or they thought it stopped the cycle, when they tried to stop the cycle, 
on love. It turns out it didn't. It just made it worse. That's why I think that that killed the Spren, because that was the only time it's mentioned that the knights betrayed people. Was it the last one? When they dropped all their swords and armor and, and everything. And so, and, and why else would they have dropped them if it weren't for that, you know, it weren't because, you know, the, the Spren were dead. Um, uh, and so the, and, and so this is the only time the Heralds betrayed. So this is the only, the Heralds broke the cycle. This is the only time the Knights betrayed, even though there was an end to the Order of Radiance. Every, the Order of Knights Radiant, every, after every single desolation. But this was the only time that that happened. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so the war actually will wind up, all these wars and desolations will actually definitely wind up revolving around Spren. Yeah, no, I, I think that's, they, they kind of make that a little more, like, like what you're saying makes a lot of sense when you're reading this this part one of this book because that's not some, a thought that we would have had mm -hmm. finishing up the first book um i think there's not a lot that i want to just add to what you said because i, I think that, that a lot of that has to be the case uh, a point that i would like to make that i i think that i think is i found i'm finding odder and odder um we have my, the, the reason why I'm stumbling here is I, can't, I have trouble remembering names in general, but Kaladin's friend. Um, Sil. What's her name? Sil. Mm -hmm. So I feel like Sil has to be something much more important, a character with a lot more gravity than we're kind of picking up on. I mean, it's mm -hmm. kind of a layup to say that, obviously, because she doesn't have the right kind of memory. She's not really remembering a lot of stuff, and she's showing every time that something significant happens, it's showing that she's more important and more mm -hmm. you know uh, more of a plot driving than, than we ever would have assumed up until this point uh -huh. and i've been kind of struggling to think of what could she possibly be um and why would she have her memory loss what would be happening and i'm really starting to think i think she's going to be you have some of this the spring that obviously betrayed the knight's radiant and all this kind of stuff i i would i bet you she was a bad guy uh, was one of the betraying Sprint. Uh, no, no, oh, um, no, no, it was... It I really... Was, no, there, there was no, wasn't a mention of Sprint betraying evil the Knights. Spren, evil Sprint yeah. is what I meant no, by it, that, in it, this it case. Was, it was a mention of Spr of Sprint betraying the Parshendi. The Parshendi, the Parshendi are the ones that said the Sprint betrayed them. But there are, in fact, evil Sprint. Yeah, there are evil Sprint. Um, uh, yeah, she's one of them. Yeah, so the only reason why I don't think that is because um, uh, it's... Uh, it's implied that there's not individual evil spren, but types of evil spren. And so, like, the storm spren would be a type of evil spren. Um, uh, uh, the, uh, and, and so, you know, because they, they're part of Odium, who is an evil spren. There's the storm father and his spren, which are not evil spren. They're just, like, mean. <laughs> You know, they're, 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 you know, they're, they're, they're the, uh, they're, uh, uh, chaotic good. They're good sprint, but they're, they're mean. Um, uh, and then they're the, the other, and then I think, so obviously, I think just in, in the natural state of things, the cryptics, I think, are closer to being evil than the honor sprint are. 
I don't think either of them are. But I think I think they're both good. But the cryptics are the cryptics are closer to being the cryptics are closer to being evil. Whoops. Oh, whack a baby foot on the desk. Um. Uh, and so, uh, and and so I I think going by that that argument, I think the more like uh, the more likely spring to be close to evil would be pattern. No, I think they make it too obviously. I don't think so with him just because they give him or he oh. gives him such like a like mm -hmm. scary start to everything. Yeah, and, and no, no, I, I, I don't, I don't think he is. I think like that. That's the the point of the, that that's the point of the the cryptics is that like you know because they they have that. I think they only have that look. Well, so they could have scared Shalon uh, earlier when she first saw him. Is the only reason why the cryptics look like that. <laughs> oh, for sure, uh, yeah. but also, and, and, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, really I don't do, think. Yeah, I don't think he is evil. I I think I, I think pattern is a good sprint. I also though I also think so is Sill. Um, uh, but although that that does make me curious to know though, what do honor sprint look like in Shadesmar? I do not know. That'd be that 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 that'd be an interesting thing to find out. Mm. I almost want to look that up. <laughs> But um, uh, Patrick, those are my headphones. But yeah, um, uh, what next? <laughs> we went on for a long time about Spren. Is there anything else to talk about in this part? Uh, not to my memory. Mm -hmm. Well, this may be a short episode then, if that's because there's not really. I mean, it 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 was a short part. Um, uh. I mean, like, I listened to it in less than two days worth of, uh, listening at work. Um, uh, and so, yeah, it was a very short part. There wasn't a whole lot of new stuff in it. At least, there was a whole lot of good stuff in it, but it wasn't like, you know, a whole, there wasn't a whole lot of discussion material in it. Um, uh, the next part looks is 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 going to be bigger so we'll have a full time on that and i i looked ahead to see how many chapters were in each part so there were i think 12 chapters in the first part well there was the the intro then 12 chapters then three interludes i believe the second part has more than 20 chapters and i think there's almost i think there's there's over 20 chapters or uh closer to 30 <coughs> chapters uh, in the in the later parts, and like always, part five is the shortest. So, we'll um uh, uh we'll we'll have more time to, to to talk about that. But oh oh okay, this is unrelated. But you know it's, uh, we're we're effectively done with that anyway. So I have to say this: best thing ever, Tyler. Ah uh, yes, I am. And then you? Do you remember what the ruling was, what the nature of the ruling was in New York State Rifle and Pistol Association v. Bruin. Oh, wow, that was a hard left. Uh, bay vaguely. Okay, so it was, it was basically this. <clears throat> it was... Um, uh... Uh... <clears throat> it, it, any gun law in the United States must, under the Second Amendment... Um, uh, can can only be constitutional if it um uh, coincides with the historical spirit of 
the time when the, the when the Second Amendment was was put in place. So that is to say, if there is uh, if so, if there is a, a law s- similar to that, um, uh, that existed during the t- during the time of the 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 pinning of the Second Amendment, um, uh, then if that if that kind of law existed, then it's an okay it's an okay law to have. Um, uh, and because of that, there is now someone who has filed a motion to sue for the repealing of the National Firearms Act. <laughs> and like, a- and if it makes it to any court, now that the Supreme Court has made has made that statement, it has to you know coincide with the historical spirit of the Second Amendment. Um. Uh, you don't see anything like that. Uh, no, no regulations like that. Because you know, I mean, you know, during the the, the days of the Second Amendment, or when it was penned, you know, uh, uh, James Madison received. I think it was James Madison was sent a letter. Uh, and he said, "Hey, is it okay if I put cannons on my merchant ship in case I come across pirates?" And um, uh, uh, the, the the letter came back as. Why on earth did you write me that letter? That's literally the point of the Second Amendment. <laughs> yes. And so to and, and so now to say, oh, by the way, you have to register and tax all these types of guns and suppressors. Um, uh, that it if you if any court that actually abides by that statement is following the historical uh, spirit. Um, uh, any court that abides by that will have no choice but to. Uh, a rule the NFA unconstitutional and it will be overruled and repealed and I will be happy and excited. Like I don't even really necessarily want any NFA items. It's just <laughs> I, uh, like I mean I mean like, you know, suppressors are fun. They save your ears. Um uh I guess short-barreled rifles are nice cuz you can, you know, transport them easier. Um uh, scope people, yeah. Yeah, like I, I mean like you know, there there are there are a lot of reasons why that would be good, but I would not. Even if I had the money, I don't think I'd immediately go out and buy a sawed-off shotgun or whatever. You know, I it's like I I don't really care about it for myself. I mean, I guess I'd like a, uh, I, I guess I'd like a suppressor to put on my rifle when I put twenty-two rounds through it, so I can have you know dead quiet twenty-two shots. But that that'd just be it. You know, that that that'd really be all I would. All, all, all I would want from a uh, from from the NFA stuff is just it's so good that I mean, like people have no idea. Like we had New York v Bruin on Thursday, then on Friday of, of that week, it was you know a few weeks ago. But on then on Friday of that week, we had Dobbs v Jackson, and then all these things in light of New York v Bruin are being sent down to lower courts, sent back to lower courts saying, Hey, now that you, now that we've told you how to rule, rule on these again. And then, and now we're, we're having somebody sue to repeal the NFA. Like, is our country starting to turn around? I, my concern is that the answer is no. And the answer is no, because of something that's going to have to happen in the very near future, because obviously we have two things happening at the same time that are not great. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're not, we have people who are screeching because things aren't 
woke enough. Mm -hmm. And then we have a president who is out to become, which I, I, I say this, and I mean this genuinely. Mm -hmm. I think he has no other real agenda of any kind other than to appear to be the most woke president of all time. Mm -hmm. um, he has no clear direction, no clear reasoning, no clear anything other than every single time something pops up, he has this, like, it's it's like maybe someone, someone with blue hair on Twitter the range of the country. Yeah. So what's going to happen is people are going to complain, and then he's going to do some absolutely stupid executive actions, and it's going to be way worse than it was before. That's just what I've been thinking for a while now, and I think it's going to suck. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that 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 that's also extremely possible. I'm very doom and gloom about it. If I'm going to be honest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I just I I just take each win as it comes, and then <laughs> uh, when we come into this conversation, you're like, "It's a great day for America, everybody." I'm like, "But is it?" Yes. Yeah. Well, no, no, it's not. I'll 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 take each win as it comes, and then when when the losses come, I'm uh you know I'll take that too. Yeah. It 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 is what it is. It would not be a pro gamer move. Mm -hmm. Anyways, uh, now that we've uh, called our president a piece of crap, I think that's uh, I think that's all we need to say. It's a good wrap up. All right. All right. See you guys. Bye.